Okay, so today I have to do a few things. First, I need to send an email. I would finish writing that. I need to. I don't know. I need to do this thing. I need to. Okay, I don't know. Is someone gonna get the door? Is that? Um, hello? Yes? Who? What? Hi! Um, I don't know who you're looking for. Okay, I mean, yes, right? But why are you here at this time? Right, no, I know it's morning time. I, yes, I'm aware of all of that, but I don't understand why you are here now as opposed to later when it would make more sense for you to be here, right? Isn't that how the future works? The future comes later, not now? Right, but, but I, no, I understand all of that. I'm not dressed. I am not in any way prepared. I haven't really fully prepared myself for the day. I was actually just going over my own schedule. And then I hear a knocking at the door. I come to answer it and see that it's you, future, who are uninvited, an uninvited guest. I'm not really sure. No, I don't understand how you're going to try to draw me outside when I am not ready. I mean, I could, sure, I could get ready, but I'm not ready. I don't really think I can be ready that quickly. Yeah, I feel frazzled. I do. I feel frazzled. I feel um, disrupted. I feel disturbed. I feel thrown off. And I feel like, how am I going to get any of the things done that I was preparing to get done when you show up unannounced and say, I must come now? No. I'm not ready for the future right now. No, I'm not. This is a trap. A trap. A trap. A trap. Ding dong, the future is here, and the future is episode seven of For Posterity. Yes, seven. This is for future generations, and oh, what a time this is to be alive, and what a time this is to be recording. Now, let me just take a few seconds and think about how we got here. Now, for the last two years, the bold Swedish girl, Greta Thunberg, She committed herself to saving the world from advancing a climate change disaster. Many of you came to know her through social media and our traditional media news sources. She made individual lifestyle changes that would make a big difference on her carbon footprint. For example, she stopped eating animals, she started reusing and upcycling, and she even stopped traveling by airplane. But... Even though she stopped traveling, her words still traveled all around the world, and she made us all think about the condition of our planet. She made us think about posterity. She made us question what we were putting down for future generations. 
she made us question. And today, because of the state of the world in May 2020, many of us are now forced into living the lifestyle changes that Greta implored us toward just months ago. And when she asked us then, many of us resisted. But now, now we live it. Cattle ranchers, poultry farmers, and dairy growers are under pressure, so supermarkets go undersourced. More people are eating fewer meats. And with many retail businesses unable to open their doors, sales are down and home repairs and upcycling is increasing. With teleworking at peak levels, airports look more like ghost towns and roadways are pretty empty. Local and global air pollution rates are at record lows because of this. Environmental activists like Greta Thunberg are really the big winners. And honestly, the planet Earth is the biggest winner of all right now. But not all Earthlings see it this way. You know, people are funny that way. Many of us are still on stay home and lockdown orders, and some of us are preparing to return to normal. I say that phrase and I have to pause because return to normal, it's so odd to me. It's a phrase that's been tossed around a lot this year, but what does return to normal even mean? Return means to go back, but that doesn't work logically here. Matter of fact, it doesn't work chronologically either. You see, time moves forward, or at least that's how we think of it in the West. We think of time as linear, moving progressively in one direction past, then present, then future. So to return would mean to go back. To return would mean to go against the forward direction. This is why return to normal and go back to normal are used interchangeably. And again, this is why they're used illogically. You see, we can't go back. We can't go back to pre-COVID-19 functionality because experience has changed us. We can't go back to pre-coronavirus because going back won't bring back those who have lost their lives to this virus. We can't go back to pre-pandemic anything. And while this phrase, return to normal, makes no chronological or logical sense, it is still what many of us want. But there is also something that we know as an African sense of time. And I want to take a second to think about what that means. So in this African sense of time, in this purview, time is a circle. It's the past, the present, and the future all existing at once. It's exciting and intriguing, I know. And hey, maybe, maybe it is how in some twisted racist irony, maybe it is how in 2020, Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce can be celebrated as self-proclaimed savages on the one hand, while a black man by the name of Ahmad Arbery can be savagely murdered by two white men because they thought he was a criminal, a deviant, a savage. Yes, maybe 2020 looks like this because the past is our present and it is our future. In too many racial and political ways, 2020 still feels a lot like the pre-emancipation days of 1820. And when we see smartphone footage of these savage attacks against black men, black women, black trans folks, I have to check the date stamp closely because it feels too much like the lynching postcards of the past. This is heavy, 
It's a burden sometimes, and maybe that's why we TikTok. This is why we take what's savage and we remix it into power, and we TikTok and loop it into the future because it's all we can do to keep from crying sometimes. We TikTok into the future because we know the trap. We've been here before. And like the good bard of Compton once said, we hate Popo, wanna kill us dead in the street for show, nigga. I'm at the preacher's door, my knees getting weak and my gun might blow, but we gonna be all right. Or maybe it's as the great wordsmith who was raised in Falmouth Trelawney once said, To cast the seeds of my imagination and know with certainty that fruit is on the way, there is a way. It takes knowing to trust the unknown. Or maybe it's just as that big woman out of Christiana once proclaimed, that we pray for health and strength, a life of length and peace of mind. Good people and good vibes, yes, We give thanks every time. Yeah, we give thanks. I give thanks. I give thanks because history lights the way forward. The pandemic that we're in regarding this virus is not the only pandemic that we face. It's not the only threat to our existence. But we gonna be all right because those who came before us survived. Their posterity is our security. We have security in knowing that they were able to innovate with less than we have now. So saddle up. We have work to do. This episode, episode seven, it almost didn't make it to you. It was recorded on a whim, January of 2020. And because it was recorded on a whim, it was recorded outside. And this material quickly became a production nightmare. You see, the sounds of wind and birds and and even the ice cream man, they were competing with the voices that, that I wanted to bring forward to you. But as fate would have it, as time would have it, here we are in the future. Here we are in a time where we long for the freedom to sit outside and idle, to sit outside with no fear and with no masks. So episode seven brings the outdoors to you. It brings a free conversation about the past into today. Episode seven is the wisdom of my friends, John and Val. They sat with me and they told me of a time when Jamaica's borders were closed to most. There were no goods coming in and only the middle and upper class was going out. They talked to me about the manly years and how Jamaicans had to make do with less. They talk to me about creativity and innovation. As you listen, I hope you appreciate how time works. I know I sure do. I hope that Val and John can help you to settle into this future that arrived early, knocking on our doors sooner than we expected. It's time to innovate for greater self-reliance. I hope that you can trust that the past has prepared all of us for tomorrow. Here we go. Episode 7, For Posterity.
Michael Manley was the fourth Prime Minister of Jamaica, and he's often thought of as a divisive character in Jamaica's racial and political past. But listen to my friend Val speak about what it is that Manley's policies wound up inadvertently forcing Jamaicans to do with regard to innovation in the space of fashion. Just love him. I went through a lot of them too, you know, because remember, I started importing fabric at start. People left, we had shop, we get our shop to rent, we bring in fabric. Right. Suddenly, you can't bring in the fabric anymore. So where, what do I do? Calico, this, so you have to be using your brain now. We used to make buttons from, from bamboo and from coconut shells. Yeah, yeah. Just because that's all just that was because, available. Because you couldn't import nothing. Right. You couldn't import no buttons. So you have to use bamboo to make it, and you have to use um, coconut shells to make it buttons. And you had a man who was making buttons, and you, you deliver it to you and whatever now. Right? We went through all of that. It was tough. It wasn't, it wasn't easy. But at the same time, if it hadn't been for us, for him, I wouldn't have had that shop. Mm. You understand? I'd have to walk past all the Chinese and the Syrians into the places. And I'm, I have nothing against them, but as a black person and as Jamaica being predominantly black, I don't see why we should be taking a back seat. You understand? That's, that's where I'm coming mm-hmm. from, you know? And um, he made this country into what it is now, what makes people wanting to come here so badly now. You see what I'm saying? So the opportunities yeah. for black people wouldn't be here if not for Michael Manley. If not and for Michael Manley. And you experienced it firsthand. Oh, firsthand. Um, in the so fashion it's space. Firsthand, nobody. Like it's not people Cuba. telling me a story. Right. I experienced right. it. Right. But I, I mean, yes, definitely thinking about hmm? Cuba. And I think they were just rated either number one or number four. It was definitely in the top five Uh of uh, sustainable countries, right? But why? Because they're forced to... They're forced, right? Their borders were fully closed. But, I mean, there's places that didn't have that kind of positive um, uh, experience, right? So if you think about Haiti... Right, yeah, so yes, yes, they yes, were indeed. they were yeah. excluded from a lot of um, yes. economic opportunities, right. but for hundreds of years and in a very yeah, particular but, kind of way, yeah, right? Trade embargoes, embargoes and all of that, yes, right? Yes, yes. But Jamaica didn't have that situation. No, a trade embargo. Haiti was a political they, 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 thing, you know. Mm-hmm. No, no. We, I mean, the history of Haiti Sad. is is rough, right? And yes, that was a lesson to be learned for the entire well, for the region, to have right? To get um, uh, freedom from slavery, right. to take freedom from slavery, right? To take it, right? Right. You want to know why all of that? You mm-hmm. know, why why they suffering so right. much now? You know? But then, I mean, there's a way that you can, I guess, make parallels, parallels right, yeah, between kind of stuff, yeah. what happened after Manly mm-hmm. or with Manly and mm-hmm. after Manly <laughs> as being somewhat akin to yeah, they, no, to that. You mean kind of right. the rest of the world? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For another small country like it is, right? And to do as good as we normally do, have so no much. No matter what adversaries that we put in our way, it always seems to. We come out. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly. Cultural powerhouse. A cultural powerhouse, right? Yeah. Yeah. Find a way. We, yeah. we ourselves don't notice it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the rest of the world notice it to see what I know. The little bastards. Mm-hmm. How to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And let's not have them do too much. I mean, thinking about Cuba. Think about Cuba and medicine, Mm -hmm. right? So they're forced to create all sorts of cures and stuff. And motor vehicles, exactly. But it's in a way that they've maintained history, right? Because they can't import cars, so they've maintained these these relic Mm -hmm. vehicles. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I'm just trying to think about, you know. If there's a Jamaican style, if there's a Jamaican fashion, if there's, you know, I said before, is there a Jamaican identity? Mm-hmm. Do you think that it could have come 
in that time of the 70s, you know, you're talking about buttons being made out of coconuts. <laughs> you know, you're talking about fabric that had to be dyed with whatever local options were available, mm -hmm. fabrics that were only available on, on the land. This flower bag, yeah. the bag that flower right. comes in, we used to make clothes out of it, just to have a variety. We used to make, the, we used to use a crocus bag, you know, it's crocus mm -hmm. burlap, but there's a rougher version right, of what right. we're finding now, that used to bring um, sugar and that kind of thing in. That is what we used to trim, like we used to make our own jeans, mm -hmm. because because the, um, the factory here made um, denim, right? right? So we used to use a crocus bag to, 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 um, to trim the, like, the sides right. and the pockets. To up. give it some style. To give it some style. Well, we had to, as Miss Louisa said, Tonya had McFashion, mm -hmm. right? We had to do Literally, that. actually, yes. literally Tonya had McFashion, wow. Tonya had McFashion, mm -hmm. that's what we did, you know? And, and we were good, mm -hmm. you know, we were okay, but... Um, Sad, sad that. But it made us into who we are. Right. Self-serving, strong, you know, whatever. You know, we're not as, you know, maybe that's why a lot of people want to visit us and want to see what we're doing. And, mm -hmm. You know, appreciate us. The music well, comes out. Do like you that. think, though, that fashion trend is going to come back? That some of those forced trends yeah. of the 70s that you're talking about, do you they, think they, that they, they'll... They will come back, but they'll come back in... in, 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 in it wouldn't be a forced thing anymore. Yeah. It would be a bad And it wouldn't be affordable. <laughs> it won't be the same no more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It could be affordable, you know. It's just no, that, but you see, it can't be as cheap as it is. I'm thinking about we are in a time of, yeah. of desperation when it comes to sustainability. We yeah. need to be careful about our carbon footprint. We need to be careful about our waste. We need to be careful about all of those sorts yeah, of things. Yeah. Sure. All right. See, we need to be, but we're not. We're not going to be because what, what we find we are doing, mm -hmm. we follow. Yeah, we follow too much. A little we bit too follow. much. Yeah, a little bit too right? much. So what? what's to blame for that? You're saying it's Britain? It's, it's our mindset. So it's, it's, it's from, I it's think it's from slavery. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Or but, the slave master to the trouble us that we need to, what we need to start doing mm -hmm. is start loving ourselves and love each other. Mm -hmm. So now we're in yes. Garvey space again, right? right? No, yes, what we, yes, you yes. Know? God was right. Of course. Of course he was yes, right. Yes, yeah. We yes. do not love ourselves. Yes. And most of all, we do not love each other. Right? I will take, I will take, I'll take criticism from a white guy mm -hmm. better than I would from a black man mm -hmm. right why is that mm -hmm. why don't I look mm -hmm. at it like me mm -hmm. even criticize me for a reason make me stronger you understand mm -hmm. we mm -hmm. ascertain we want to be we want to be successful how do we want to be successful like the white guy mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. we don't be successful like the black guy because we don't seem as successful. Yes, but even Garvey, I can right. say, Garvey, how many people talk much about Garvey anymore? Right. Eh? Exactly. Garvey don't exist. Exactly. You know, a whole history Every now and, and again, you come once a year. Mm -hmm. Once in a blue moon, you hear about Garvey. Birthday time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Garvey made such an impact on the United, big United States, black people there. Listen, He's the one that changed the whole, the whole United black States. thing that's going on. England, here. Garvey in was India massive. Too. I hear in India too. He, he had Listen, a lot to do Garvey with was what, what's his name? Have, yeah? you seen, have you seen his house in England? No. Holy But you see how, well, how much we don't like ourselves. And here's your name. I hear that. You used to stone him. Stone him when you, when you went crazy, when he mm -hmm. came back on that mm -hmm. The house that Garvey... As a disappointment. The house that Garvey lived in, in the United Kingdom, which wasn't... Which, which was sold. Okay? It is a shrine. Mm -hmm. And you know who's keeping it up? The British government. So why do you think that he is shunned in this way? Where no, his, his appreciation is limited in Jamaica. Exactly, because we don't appreciate our blackness. We don't, he's black. Yeah, if he was light-skinned. So you think color and race is the issue? 
yes, with how much good. appreciation there is for Garvey to this day. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Do you course. think it has anything to do with his radical views in I thinking and appreciating views. Africa yeah, they, 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 in the they way that he does? Accepted. But there is, I think, part of that potential like answering mm-hmm. um, is that there's a not as much understanding of history, right? That's so it. that's the education that's system it. that's not providing those answers mm-hmm. and understanding. What's the history that we know in Jamaica? We know World War British II. history. Yeah. What's somebody like, right? mm-hmm. right. like you would change it. We know, we know colonial no. history. Mm-hmm. Because we do not know about our yeah. black history. No, no. I only know about this because I was fortunate to go somewhere where I could study it and learn about it. And history was my thing. I love history. Okay? But if I followed the teachings, you know, because what's happening now? We've got that curriculum we follow. Of the curriculum, right? You go far. That's what they teach you to do—to go far with the curriculum. But it's always working for someone. You understand? Mm-hmm. So you always be under the thumb of someone else. Mm-hmm. They never mm-hmm. teach you to be the guy who to be an independent yes. critical thinker. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right. That's yeah. the risk, yeah. though. But that's yeah. the danger. And I think that's why you know. That's why I was asking you why, why you think that Garvey has been um, pushed to the back, if you will. And yeah. is it just yeah. race? Is it just complexion, or is it really that his way of thinking was radical because it encouraged other people to think? And that is the most exactly. dangerous tool that we have is our brain, exactly. right? And so if you allow people greater access to, to thought, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then you might have greater access to mobilization. Look, you might have yes, greater yes, access yes, to doing yes, something yes, that is yes, contrary yes. to perhaps you, what yes. the powers that be. If you yeah. have people but the, but the, under the thumb for 400 the, years. The black is a main thing, right? though. Mm-hmm. Because... No, oh, you want to get that thing? Because if it was, um, if it had well, been, thing. if it had, if it was somebody of, you know, you know, yeah, or whatever, yeah, he would have, yeah, they've listened to him. So if a white man dropped down in Jamaica tomorrow and said, "Black people, I have a plan for you. Here's how you can be free. You Jamaican black people, here's how you can be free." You think everyone would would run and listen no, to the, everyone, the white man? Most of them would. I think most of them would. Yep, yep. We're I mean, I suppose that, I still not emancipated from that mental. I thing. suppose that that, yeah. that example yeah. of Richard Branson yep. standing yep. up yep. there, yep. taking yep. that podium yep. space from yep. the Prime yep. Minister yep. of Jamaica yep. and yep. saying, yep. loosen up your tie, man. Yes. Take yes. off that jacket, yes. man. Yes. Yes. It's hot here, man. Yes. Yes. And he yes. did it and yep. then followed suit with um, yep. Yep. that statement about women can now bear arms. Maybe you're right. Yeah. No, I know Maybe. I'm right. I know. Wow. I'm not even thinking that I might be right. Yes. I know I'm right. Yes. I know I'm right. The history has yeah. been very complicated. We've been moving, but very slowly. Slow. Mm-hmm. Slow. I mean, With many distractions along the way. So many distractions. So many distractions. Right. Because I'd love to say to him, the people who are, you know, the people who's buying the last outfit, two outfits for the party every night, mm. you know, invest some of that money, some mm-hmm. more, you know what I mean? Because some of them are investing, but some of them are not doing it, you know? And let me tell you, I'm telling my, my children, you know, if you don't stand up strong, you know, 
your children or your children children gonna be slaves again. Mm-hmm. Not gonna, yeah, gonna be slaves again mm-hmm. because people are spending so much. That's the other thing with black with black. You know, because as you say earlier, it's to show that I'm somebody. Right. Yeah. So all the money is being spent on me to show you that I'm somebody. We never had to be doing that. Why? Why are we doing that? Why are we spending so much just to say, you know, I am somebody for you to respect? Right. Me? That question of self worth. Yeah. Okay. What are the problems we are having now? Is even for my simple little business I'm doing here is to find somebody to work. Mm. Because they're not working for me. I'm not light enough. We're not light skinned enough. Yeah. If they come here, let me tell you, if they come here to work, for one, um, you're black like me. Mm-hmm. So why am I working for you? But the Chinese man up there can be paying them half of what I'm paying them, and they'd rather work for the Chinese man because they want to tell their friend, you know what I'm, I work at you know, or I work at um. Treating them like a, like a One second. Let me just yeah. come back. Yeah. 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 Right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you see right. every day. Yeah. You see it every day. Oh, Colorism is very oh, real. Still very, still very, very, um. Right. Still so very it's not real. just that people are, are using colorism from the employer side, right? Of saying, I won't hire someone that is of a particular complexion. I, right. But on the employee uh, side, that, people are very bending strong. and very, curving very themselves very, very strong. based on what the color very, of their employer strong. is. Very, very strong. You know, I, I'm hmm. not working for anybody like the color like myself. You, know? you can't train that out of them. And the people who own this business, is, they need them. It's, 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 it's not, it's all of Jamaica behaving like that now, you know. Then need, so if I fire you because you're not listening, you're, I train you, you're still not, you know, following you, whatever, you're training. Mm. I can't fire you because the next one I get is going to behave the same way. Mm. Because that's the attitude. It's, it's, it's just that, you know, I meet people who say to me, Valerie, I miss your clothes, you know. I miss your clothes. But you know what I miss most of all? The service. service. Because my thing came with service. But if Jamaica is run, the economy of Jamaica is based on a, on tourism, based yeah, on service yeah, industry. Yeah. How is that working, right? How how is that working when no, everyone is getting tourists? they get the good service? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know that. Yes, you know. I'm a no, foreigner. No, no, no. I'm white. It's no, 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 exactly. No, 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 so yeah, you bend that There you go. The privilege. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they would they give these people the privilege as to what they think they are. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. said, they're not going to treat me and you that way, but they yeah. treat them that way. Of course, of course. You understand? Yeah. They will say, ooh, you know, my man here, yeah. yeah. same mechanic, we, we used to say mechanic before, look at look guy, and I, I treat the guy good. Mm-hmm. But, if he, blaze him up, it's fine. <laughs> I blaze him up, you know, I'll come back. Mm-hmm. You understand? Know History is just walking it's, right alongside well, us every day. Let me tell you something, day. girl. I'm saying to you because because you are in a place where you can help to change it whatever right. way you can. Because it's, it's big. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, if Michael Manny wasn't there, I don't know where we would have been. Hmm. Because we're, we're still, still fighting it. Houses. What the hell if he didn't do what he did? Where that would we be? That is so interesting. So, I mean, I know that in the States, I remember in 2004, I was working for yeah. in New York, yes. right? Yes. Specifically. And I was doing market Yes. And as market researcher, I had to collect our competitors' um, products, right? right? So I had to purchase them. I had a, a whole corporate business card or corporate oh, yeah. credit card. Right. And on it, I was able to, to purchase the competitors' products. Mm-hmm. We have to bring them in and then we'd have our focus groups and do all of these different mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And... I remember when I was to go on one of my first assignments, I was terrified 
yes. to go into yes. a store that no longer exists. I think Henry Bendel's is now um, yes, closed down. Yes, I think but so, yeah. going to these stores that are on Madison Avenue, these fancy, fancy shops, I was scared that as a black girl, right? Because I was like 22. Yeah. And I'm like, if I go into these stores, these people are going to swear I stole this card. They're yes, going to yes. assume that I am here going to do something. Something on to be what? Something yes, criminal. Yes, because yes. why would they accept me and my black self yes. in these fancy, fancy shops right, that people right. don't, like me don't shop yes, in? Yes. And I had so much anxiety. And I went in and I felt like strangely invisible. Yes. I was expecting so much more attention because yes. they were going to arrest me. <laughs> right, right. And they didn't do that. And then I thought, okay, they must be watching me on the cameras. And yes. I had so much of my own personal anxiety right, that went into it. Right. But I was able to successfully move through it. I made my purchases. Mm-hmm. And I still, for the entire time that I had to do it, for the, for the year that I worked there, I never mm-hmm. felt comfortable. And it was because of my color. Yep. It was because yep. of my race. And it was because of my understanding of how stores like that mm-hmm. have always functioned mm-hmm. in America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? So mm-hmm. to think about what you were saying in terms of you going into different spaces um, or not being able to go into certain spaces mm-hmm, in Jamaica, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then the shift that happened due to Manly yep, that allowed, yep, you yep, know, yep. black people um, of dark complexion, of even medium complexion to mm-hmm. be able to access those places. Right, right. It's very hard, mm-hmm. right, to accept that reality. Yep. You know? Yep, and, yep. and I don't know what the shift was that happened in the States mm-hmm. um, because I do feel like as if more and more people were able to to make different inroads, yep, right? Yep, in in yep. fancier parts of New York. Yep, yep. Um, not always met with well, comfort, we, but... I want to I wanna break you a little bit. Just mm-hmm. to tell you a story about New York. Because I used to... When I had my shop here, and Mac, when Michael Mando went out of business, no. Um, when he, out of business. We started shopping again mm-hmm. in the States. It was in the 80s now. And I would go into the area, the, the um, garment district, to buy accessories like a lot of belts and bags and things like that. And I remember one day I, I went to um, this, you know, this wholesale, this shop, uh, 30, 38th Street in that area there, mm-hmm. and Broadway. And um, I saw these beautiful belts in the window. So I knocked on the door, and this black girl came to the window, came to the door. And I said to her, you know, she said, can I help you? She, you know, everybody can go in and buy wholesale. But she looked at me outside and she said, can I help you? I said, yes, I want to get some of these, some of these belts. She says to me, oh, no, you can't, you can't get the belts. I said, I'm buying, isn't a wholesaler? She says, yes. I said, well, I'm buying wholesale. She probably think I'm coming to buy one belt, so I'd want to make it clear. Mm -hmm. She says to me, no, but they're they're extremely expensive. Mm. You can't, you can't afford that. I said, well, you see a while ago? It's a black woman right. talking to me, you know, you know. And I said to myself, this is what, this is where black people come from. Yes. This is how bad it is. Yes. Because she's, she don't know anything about me. She's mm-hmm. telling me I can't afford the things. I say, let me tell you something, darling. Go and call your manager. Because I want some of the bills. I mean, I don't know you, you don't know me, mm-hmm. but I want some of the bills. I don't know, let me go in and let me hear the prices myself. And I will decide whether I can afford it or not. Mm-hmm. And after much, you know, back on my forty and thing, she finally brought the manager and she came to me and I said to her, can I have some of the belts? I want to get some of the belts. Can I come in? And she opened the door. And I was just so upset that they got the owner of the store now. And he, he got me to, he called me to his office, gave me coffee, sat down. A white guy, no, what matter, you know. Sat down, chatting with him. He says to me, oh, you know, I'm sorry about what happened. And all that, and all that. And then he called the, the same girl and some other ones to bring me the samples in his office. You understand? 
and showed me the samples and I bought things out of it. And I said to her, I said, never you ever do that again. Never. You understand? Another one now is, that, is a Haitian one now. He came, he said to me, you can't afford the stuff. Hmm. I said, let me taste something, sweet. I was really upset now. I said, let me taste something. I didn't take a boat to come here. I said, you took a boat to come here. Mm-hmm. You're a refugee and you came on a boat. Sorry to, sorry to be saying that to you, but don't tell me that I'm like you. I'm a Jamaica. Mm-hmm. You understand me? So please open the door. and <coughs> Same kind of thing and it served me well and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm just telling you that your same black people are the one who are putting yeah, you down. You understand me? Mm-hmm. And you wonder... Is that even just coming from that you think they think you can't afford it alone? Mm-hmm. It's like the saying to themselves, but I, I don't could want never afford it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yeah. no. We're going to actually look at this well from no, somebody's perspective. But let me come, yeah. let, me, let, me, let, yeah, yeah. let me decide. No, just to you show see. you. Yeah, because I, I can't because I can't do it, I'm a sick. Exactly. You can't do it. No, no, exactly. There you go. what I'm saying? There you go. If I'm sitting here thinking, can't buy anything here. No, I mean, no, I can't. She's going to make me look worse. Right. You know what I'm saying? So from the Sometimes you have, to go, you have to go from that no, angle. But he's looking worse already. Yeah. Right. So he might clean up the floor up yeah, there. Yeah. Me, no, right? but that's it. He's, he's, he's there. Or it could be a fact they don't want you to see him clean the floor. Right. No, well, it's, it's not. You know I, don't, I, don't, I don't he, see he, he don't mind a... I hear what you're saying, you know, I hear what you're saying. No? But the bottom line is... We, we tend to want to hold back each other. Right. Yes, that's what that's, And we should, we should make assumptions, right? Yes, that's yes, the whole thing. It's prejudice. That's yes, all that yes. is. It is showing that, that right. you know, you're black like myself, so you can't. You, right. I, I just barely get to the door. Now you think you can come in here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've done business all over the world. And to be honest with you, I've never had a white person refuse me business. I've never had an Arab refuse me business. I've never had a Pakistan refuse me. I've never had a Chinese refuse me business. But I've had a black man tell me, says, oh, 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 you understand? Yeah. You sure? You sure? And it's mm-hmm. always the skeptical. You sure? You sure? You sure? Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Africans never done it to me. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a big thing. You understand? I'm sorry to but cut you, but I had to tell you those stories. Mm-hmm. West Indians. Yeah. yeah. Black American and West Indians always seems to have that kind of a that no. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They've yeah. got this knowing thing. Yeah. They're thinking. Yeah. And I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Did I ask mm-hmm. you for anything? Did I beg you anything? I come in here. You understand? Mm-hmm. Right? You see the people that come in here, you look at them, you think they're gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So what am I? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If to you they're gods and things like that, and I'm with them. Don't you think I should be in that that that, that same mm-hmm. sort of limelight? Mm-hmm. Rather than that you think that what? I'm gonna be the bodyguard? Mm-hmm. You understand? Is that all I'm I'm capable of being a bodyguard or something like mm-hmm. that? Because I'm big. Mm-hmm. You understand? I'm black. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think it just comes down to respect, maybe, in the, in mm-hmm. the very end, right? Um, mm-hmm. And as we think about how even fashion and culture are changing, or culture is changing through fashion, how that might either help to open doors mm-hmm. or maybe keep them closed, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But I'm thinking about how um, style, right? So people can dress in a more casual way, right? Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. shift... Whereas mm-hmm. if you, it used to be that everyone had to wear these three-piece suits and yes, have to wear right, all these things, right. but now you can wear a little bit more casual. Doesn't that right. mean that more more of the population has access to casual clothes? Right, right. So you can't just judge someone based on mm-hmm. their clothing. It mm-hmm. seems that mm-hmm. it, it could be a space of more equality um, mm-hmm. if we accept it as that. Or do mm-hmm. we wind up shifting in Jamaica to other markers Right? Okay, we can't just base it on clothing. We have to now decide based on what speech. Well, uh, now know. we have to decide based on this how um, we're going to treat you or not I'm, treat I'm, you. What I'm going to say, okay? I've always got problems to the fact that authorities, I don't 
think authority is better than I am. Right. I don't think nobody's better than I am because mm. I don't see myself as better than anybody. Okay? A police stop me and want to, obviously when I give some money, I'll come to hell. I ain't going to do that. So it's, I want to call to back you to speak my peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you want to make them be aware of this. Right, right. Now, I went to court. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I don't know how the, the court system here works. In England, if I want to go to court, I could wear in a jeans. I could go like this mm-hmm. and I step in there. I see a judge, I see your honor. And I stand mm-hmm. up there and I, I am me. Mm-hmm. They respect you for who you are. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You're innocent until proven guilty. Right. Well, I come to traffic court here. Yeah. And I, I'm outside. Uh-oh. And I hear a woman say, Tomlinson. I says, yes, ma'am, here. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you can't enter. You know what I'm respecting the court? Put your shirt in your pants. And I thought, huh? She's about that small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Put your shirt in your pants. I said, I said, oh, oh. I was off. Right. I just want to ask her, how could you talk to someone like that? Mm. I'm in the midst of doing it. Yeah. The man, come on. He said, Tomlinson. I said, yes, sir, I'm, I'm, I'm coming. He says, why, the court have a wait for you. I said, sir, I'm, <laughs> I'm putting my, put my damn thing. Are you not making it easier now? Mm-hmm. Right? I've got rid of. So I stepped in the court now. Mm-hmm. And I got in there. In jeans and a shirt? No, no, my, no, I don't. The trousers on. Okay. And a shirt. Okay. Okay. And I stepped in there now. And the judge looked at me and she goes, Tom Linson. Judge. Yes. Mm-hmm, I said, yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. She goes, hey, are you so important? Where are you? I said, I am. Oh. So I says, I am sorry. You see what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sorry. Turn up straight in a court. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. My belly went and dropped. <laughs> I said, I feel like I wanted to cry. Yeah. It's dehumanizing. I feel like I wanted to cry. Right? So I looked at the telephone and she goes, I says, I says, excuse me. I says, I have come here to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yet I'm in treatment. And she goes, oh, you can't stop all the hoity-toity talking now. <laughs> you can't stop putting it on. I said, lady, I said, happen to be that I speak this way. I said, and even if I was putting it on, wouldn't you be happy to find out that someone is actually stepping out of that norm that got you a crap you call patwa. I'm going to say the man who told me earlier on to come in, we see what they're doing this. Uh, oh so no. what's wrong with him? I was just about to light his pipe as well, right? Oh no. Because oh, you need to lose it, innit? So I'm just about to light his pipe and he's going, so I thought, what the hell's wrong with this boy? And then she goes, well, I said, let me tell you something, lady. I am here, I'm not guilty. I didn't kill anybody. I didn't steal anybody's purse. Right? And I said, I happen to be fortunate to speak like this. I never have spoken any other way. Okay? So, she goes, anyway, the officer not here, so you have to come back again because I am going to have to make sure the officer is here. And we go, just as okay then. And they gave, me the, they gave me the date, which was the six of the six. Yeah? When I got back there, the six of the six, the woman said, no, it's a 26 of the 6. I says, hola, 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 hola. You say our country? I says, how? How you got 0606? And now you want to tell me you, What are you going to tell me? She says, 26? Right. She says, yes. So I says, it's 2626 then, yeah? <laughs> she goes, it's, tw- it's 2606. I said, what? That's, that bow is the same bow over right. there. I want to know when the 26 month is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. what I said yeah. to her. Yeah. So she goes, no, no, it's 06. Two six. Mm. So he went back right? on the wrong day. So mm-hmm. I'm apparently going on the wrong day. So I went back when I went back on the twenty sixth now mm. and I sat in there and I'm going to court and I thought, waiting, and here one man says, a jo- a barrister come up and says, Your Honor, this has become overly 
you know, my, my, my client has been here five times so far. Something says, eh? <laughs> right? <laughs> five times? He says he's been here five times, Your Honor. Mm-hmm. And the Elliston police stations hasn't responded, not once. I did ask you to drop this case and let it move on. Because it's not, it's pretending to not help my client or anything like that. The judge says, well, I wasn't one to preside over this, so I have to give them at least one more chance. Oh, my God. So it's when I hear that now, I thought, shit. This is the second time you're going. So you this is my second time? And this, this, he's going to go six times? Yeah. So when it comes in, Mr. Tomlinson? <clears throat> yes, ma'am. Shirt tucked. Yeah, yeah man, it's not me. Me, me ready this time. You know, I'm, I'm going to get bonnet again, mate. Yeah. I sit down, sit up there, and says, Your Honor. Mom, right, first security looking thing, and she like, and says, on the twenty, are you provider? Says not. I said guilty. The girl went, what? What you plead? You plead not guilty before? I says, is it not within my rights to change one's, to change one, to change one's plea? The judge said, yes, 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 you are. I says, well, I, you know, I would like to do so. Why would you do that? I says, Your Honor, it's not that. I said, I said, Your Honor. I said, Your Honor, it's not a reflection that I am guilty of the. It's not a reflection that I'm guilty of the crime. However, seeing the way that the court system run here, you know what I mean, it's pretend that I'll be coming here to have an old man. Yes, it's not right. And it doesn't seem to be the right thing to do. So I will know in future. The right thing to do is to give your officers the money in the pocket. He says, no, 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 Mr. Thomas. I said, well, that seems to be the way to go because I tried to do the right thing and I'm being crucified for it. Yeah. Right? No. I'm looking at a $5,000 fine mm-hmm. upwards, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And she goes, okay, Mr. Tomlinson, under everything, okay. Um, I just want to get two points on my license. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. She goes, well, what we'll do, Mr. Tomlinson, we will um, fine you $2,000. So I'm waiting for the and $2,000. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And she goes, $2,000. And I went, she goes, you finished? I said, what? I was like, listen, yes. when I yes. move out, yes. I did it. So far. it oh, was like lightning oh, strike. But you stopped to help the right? man. So when I went, I to pay the money now. Remember, mm. I'm looking more than that, you know. The lad that was before me, mm. he had a $4,000 fine. Mm. He said to them, I pay my card. They said, yeah, the card. Yeah, mom, we can't pay a card. Mm. His barrister's gone. Mm. What if I card machine stop work mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he says oh um, well I could go down the bank he said no 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 you have to stay at the pier mm-hmm. he said but the, the, the card the not work not working he says I'm going to see him have two thousand <laughs> so the guy said you shot two thousand he said yeah but I'm paying you know if I let me out he said I can't let you out you have to stay here can you believe so it? Says, well, their machine not working right? and it's his responsibility so says, to go find the money. So says, well, they can't let him out so to find the money. There, now I'm thinking, well, this, guy, this, guy up, oh this guy's up the shit street, you know? Right. So I said, I said, so what's going to happen? The policeman said, why, Mr. Man, go in, Mr. Them lock up man for less than that for 400 dollars or more. Yep. So I said, what? So he shot $1,400 now. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying. So when I paid my thing, mm-hmm. I said, and I give him $1,000. The man think I was God after him. So what? Oh, thank you. Give me a number. I said, listen, I'm doing my civic duty, my friend. Yeah. Right? That's all I'm doing. Right? Mm-hmm. So I was going to go and get the other thing because I'm, I'm still shot for. But I thought if 400, I'm all right. Me and the policeman said, no, man. He says, listen, 
you're not Jamaican, are you? I said, yes, I am. He said, well, you don't live here because mm. you're not Jamaican, I do this. And you know you make me feel bad enough because he said, my friend, listen, I'm a dinner money, but hey. And he give you $400. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You teach me one yeah. thing today because yeah. if you never, if you're not a $400, so you my friend, I'd kill him about it. It encourages, the system encourages it. Encourages bad behavior. I'm hoping that this Prime Minister will look into all of that because I'm sure he knows what's going on. It's a lot for him to solve and hopefully he will start it. If he gets another term, he will look at all of that because it has to stop. It can't continue like that. You know, so, you know, you go to the hospital, it's like another run around. Wherever you go, is run around. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never a, you know. Bureaucracy in this country. Mm-hmm. It's too much, man. It's backwards. It's too much. It's not backwards. It's just intense for no reason. Intense. For no reason. Right. No backwards. Reason. And you know what happens also? Say, you know what also? The policeman I want to show his arm. Why do you want to be a policeman? You think because I want to protect that? No, no. No, it's a power. power. It's a power. I mean, so that's, that's all yeah. over the world, though, yes. right? Police officers only yes. do that job but because I, I they want to. I think Jamaica is worse than any place else. Well, it's because, because they can talk to you anyhow. They can mm-hmm. step Look at that. Now we're talking to him. Tap it, tap it close. Right. You know, right. she don't know who he is. It doesn't matter. He doesn't have the anybody particular mm-hmm. stop putting your clothes on the pad please have you talking to the job madness right mm-hmm. she's the later on going out and going on a little skittle on the road mm-hmm. you understand so, so they, they, they go in there now I mean I went for a divorce after 25 years of mm-hmm. being married and they said that you know I didn't even want to go to court but I had to go to mm-hmm. court right so I went for the divorce the woman said to me um, you sure you want to get back with him I okay said, no. after 25 years you know <laughs> the judge is saying to me are you sure you don't want to get back with him? I said, absolutely not. What else could I say? The other woman to me now, on a hard song. I'm not talking about two years, you know. I'm not talking about five years. I'm talking about 25 years. And the woman looked at me and said, on a hard song. And I had to research all the speech before I got here, you know, because she has a cheek. She can say to me, I'm not giving you the divorce. Wow. It's him. She has a power. Wow. That's wrong. Huh? So I had to research. Hmm. The lawyer called me the morning before. She said, Valerie, make sure you have everything. Just go through the questions again. Go through everything again. A man was next to me. A man, the man was like in his 70s. The man, <laughs> man was all, you know, hmm. old and shaky. And he went up before me. And the judge asked him, um, what's your wife's birthday? And the man stutter, stutter, stutter. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. This is the one he's divorcing, maybe after the same 25 years. Right, right. Because you know. it was a long, long time mm-hmm. to remember. And the man said, oh, 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 And he's trying to figure the birthday. And he didn't come with it with the date. I don't know if he was nervous or mm-hmm. he probably wasn't even wet, you know? Right. The woman said to him, I have a good reason not to give him a divorce. You don't remember your wife's birthday. This is a woman that, he, that he's not with for how many years, you know? Is that like them living together? No. Right, right. Right? It's maybe another 20 years that he's divorced from this woman. I think you must remember. Probably, want, probably it's, it's one thing you want to forget because... Yeah, <laughs> it was so horrible. Why am I going to remember her birthday? Yeah? So, so and she said to him, I have a, I have a, re, I have a good reason not to give it a divorce. No, you can't have people like that with your, with your life in the No. In and then there's all these complaints about, well, why is it that, you know, people don't marry as much in Jamaica? Why is the marriage rate so low? Maybe because yes. the divorce rate yeah. is yeah. so impossible. It's Bureaucracy. It's impossible. If you tie it together legally, anything you want to do after that is, but that is, is out of your You know what I say? There's so much crime, too. You know what I say? That is the reason why there's so much crime, you know, because for me to prove that you did that to yes. me, it's going to take my house, I'm going to sell my right. house, sell my, everything that I have. So it's guilty until proven innocent. And you can't prove innocent. It's a, it's a design to make the lawyers rich. You go, up to the, you go up to the police office, you go up there to, to report a crime, and they treat you like you're right, right. 
Afghanistan because you're disrupting their so I mean with this whole thing that they've been talking about lately in terms of um, domestic violence and wanting to have a zero tolerance in Jamaica mm-hmm. I think a big part of the concern that that the abused have mm-hmm. is that where are they supposed to report these crimes to that's it. because the officers tend to be so um lack compassion yep right yep. they don't yep. believe they say well what did you do to deserve that what did you right. do to yeah. cause him to do right. this right. did you ever think about your own behavior right. did you right. dress like this when you were right. doing this right. right you know right. all right. of it right, right. so what right. happens right. 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 oh goodness it sounds it's like there's it. much more to it's sad because mm-hmm. no you're, you're, yeah. i'm telling you this because mm-hmm. you're young you're into the whole system mm-hmm. you know they, 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 you know you're you know, you're teaching. A majority of guys. To look at the, whole, to look at the broad situation right. with Jamaica, I'm sure you have a lot of love for Jamaica you'll want to see mm-hmm. move forward. Absolutely. But just to look at the whole system and to see where you can help right. change. Because America. it's all connected. It's all connected. Right? I mean, it's we started connected. off talking about clothing. Yeah. But it's, yeah, all, it's connected. all connected. It's all connected. Mm-hmm. It's Judgments all connected. and yeah. Yeah. inability. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. I feel... Mm-hmm. I feel sad now, though. Yeah, I, I hate to, uh, you know, I, let me tell you, so I'm sad most times mm-hmm. because when I look at the whole picture, it could be worse, but it's really not. What does worse look like, though? Honestly, I mean, you're saying it could be worse. It, Can it you tell be, me what worse it, could it, look like? It could be worse that... Maybe a military state? Could be. I mean, there's it SOEs? Could, it could be worse that we never had a choice. There's no choice in mm-hmm. terms of, we could be slaves again, or almost there. Okay, slavery. Yes, 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 yes. We could be almost there. That's what my, that's, so, that's, that's, why, that's why I love Batman. Right. The borders could be closed. Took, took us, took this is whatever we can see. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, babe. I don't want to break into mm-hmm. what you're saying, but but uh, especially the men at university. You see how many how many women are there? Right, right. It's about seventy percent female. Yeah, yes, they say seventy five percent. So mm-hmm. it could be seventy seven. You know? that, that is female, right? What's going to happen later on? Mm-hmm. Eh? Mm-hmm. What's going to happen when you come out of the university and you're trying to find a husband? Well, that's part of the concern too, right? Is that the female education? Um, in higher education, women in higher education and in places of work yes. is there. And then yes. there's also this high incidence of domestic abuse. Yep. Right? And so how are those in working together? You see, you, see, you can see where the problems right. are right, 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 right. right She's more educated than him. She's earning more than him. Where's he my masculinity Where's now? my masculinity? Mm-hmm. Yeah? I, I, want, I must run things. I'm a man. Mm-hmm. How are you going to run things if you can't buy sugar? How are you yeah. going to run things if you can't pay the rent? Right. You understand? So whatever she does now, she's dissing him. Mm-hmm. You understand? So the whole thing is falling apart. The whole thing is... is so, so, yeah. I asked you what worse looks like. You said slavery. Well, maybe not, the <laughs> what f- does, not so far. What does better look like? What could better look like in a realistic better, right? Not like, oh, in, you know, we'll all be free and we'll all have this. And what does a realistic better look like? We start loving each other. Respect it starts with other. respect or start, love? Yeah, start with love and respect. Start with love and respect. Start, 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 start by, by learning to love each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you yeah. do that? You love, respect will come. But how do you, you do that? You love someone you don't respect. Is that a tight teeth good morning? I mean, how does it, that love and respect it's, it's work? Probably, it's probably going it's back to that. It's probably going back to just saying, um, Because we have that, and good morning doesn't count. Yeah, no, but no. it's not that kind of good morning anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was growing it's up, a good you know, morning, you know, because it's just a word. When I was growing up, you know, you know? It's, it's to go back to maybe a little bit of community again. Exactly. Community. When I was growing up, you see somebody and say, good morning, ma'am. You good grew up mo- in Kingston? No, Port Antonio. Between okay. Port Antonio and Kingston. Okay. I came, well, I spent a lot of holidays here, and I came here when I was 15. Okay. But but um, but you, you, everybody was good morning. You never walked past anybody. 
you know, how are you? Fine, thank you. You know, that kind of thing, you know, thank you, please, that kind of stuff. You, know that, that you don't see that anymore. Mm-hmm. What, you know, you know, our, our biggest problem is? Common decency, it sounds just, like. Just so you start things. with common decency. Well, yes, you're pointing to a tablet, and I understand, because you don't these have are the to... Biggest, these are the, uh, look, the, 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 the. So human interaction... I mean, I'm trying to just peel it back as far as I one know, can because know, there has to be a better love yeah. and respect. Yes, but how yeah. do you show that common decency? Yeah, community. Community is one of them. Mm-hmm. And as John said, you know, you see when you point this out. Mm-hmm. Okay, the community is gone because right. everybody's running to grab something. What right. am I running to grab? Right. What it, bottom line comes down to, to, to being being. Happy. Yeah. But now here's something I want to ask you because you said your mother was a seamstress, yeah. number one seamstress. Yeah. But yeah. you did get a degree in accounting? No. Or no nursing, you no. said? No, I never did any of them. Oh, good for I you. I insisted that I was going to make clothes because, because I loved it yes, so much. There yes, you are. Yes, and yes. did you learn the love from your mother? Well, yes, eventually she gave in. You know, huh. she gave in eventually. Because what did that look like, that give in? Was there a lot of like what, what kissing she, of teeth and frustration? Well, at first when I started off, she thought that I was making the biggest mistake. My auntie, everybody thought I was making the biggest mistake of my life. And when I opened the first shop, hmm. I mean, everybody was just dumbfounded. That was in Port Antonio or in no, Kingston? No, here in Kingston. Okay. Here in Kingston. I opened the shop when I was 19. Hmm. And they were, they were just totally blown away. And then when did you sell your first? I think I sold my first thing maybe when I was about 15. I started off in a little spot. And somebody who saw my dream and knew my knew where I was coming from, she said to me one day, she says, you know, you can't stay here. These are too nice. Hmm. People can't find you here. You know, everybody never meant to like that, you know. And she said to me, no, but nobody can find you here. And I said to her, but where are I mean, she said, I'm going to go in the plaza and see if you can find a shop. But by that time, a lot of vacant shops. Right. So this is the before, manly time that yes, people because, are. Because before that, there's no vacant shops. She said, go in the shop in the plaza, man. I said, what did that? Is this like 1974? 1974, there about 73. Okay. 72, there So what did the plazas look like? They were really just... There were empty shops, a lot of empty shops, because everybody left. When Michael Mandel won and whatever, 90% of the people who owned shops and, you know, they Mm -hmm. they left. So when I went in there, I never had any money, Mm -hmm. but I just went in there and said to the man, I said, you know, I I just want to get a shop. And to the Chinese man, to mm-hmm. Jamaican Chinese. And he said to me, um, you know, well, the rent is so much. I never knew where the money was coming from. Right. And I said to him, you know, if you rent for the shop at the end of the month, I'll, be I'll have the money. And you did. I did. Wow. Said, but then he said to me, well, you're going to have another month coming up. Yeah. I said, give me a chance. I'll give you half of it, yes. and, you know, between, and, you know. And, and I just kept my word. Mm-hmm. I just did everything to pay his rent. Mm-hmm. My grandmother, my grandmother had a little poem that, that I used to recite constantly. It said, I don't know if you know it, it says, Heights by great men reached, and, mm-hmm. it, and I took it literally. Because, um, yeah, hard work pays. Yeah, it pays, it pays. It so pays. when you left the business behind, mm-hmm. was it? I left the business in the 80s. I closed 1986. Because? Because it was near my time. I closed during 1980, it time. Mm-hmm. But the interest rate, Oh. because because by the time now I had a factory with over 40 machines, I had, yeah, a lot of workers, a yeah. lot of people, you know. So um, so when he, when Siaga came in, he um, decided that 
for whatever happened. I don't know if it was the IMF, the same thing that Michael mm-hmm. was running from. Mm-hmm. The interest rate had to go up so high and overdraft was so high because overdraft was almost like 100%. Oof. Interest rate was like 60-something percent. Oof. So if you go over, it's some serious. So I'm working now for, for these people. Yeah. Because what used to happen too, for, for me is that, you know, the busiest time is a holiday period okay. for, for business. But when things are slow, I would never lay off my workers mm. because I, that's the other thing again. I would still keep them on, although I was making the kind of money. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, at that time you're using overdrafts and you're using all that kind of stuff to pay them. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have probably asked them to go home and so on. But, but how are they gonna survive? You know, mm-hmm. so you're looking out for them, right? Huh? You recognize that they are humans, right. not that machines. Be, yes, the, yeah. the bills need to be paid. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, whatever you have to do until it gets better again, you have to pay off your loans and so on, and you go again and whatever. These days, we've been so preoccupied with our own fear of the future, this future that has come too soon, that we have forgotten to fear the past. That past, that haunting past, has not yet left us. That past creeps up on us in dark alleyways and well-lit ones as well. What will we do tomorrow so that yesterday is no longer a threat? When times get hard, when times are stripped down to their bare necessities, what we need is community if we're going to survive. Because classism and sexism and racism and colorism continue to kill at pandemic levels. And while education might be the vaccine we need, we really need to be working on a cure today. So I thank you. I thank you for listening as always. I'm the Rhythm Writer, and this is for posterity.